eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. Obviously, with everyone trying to make sense of the the death of George Floyd and what it means for police reform, what it means when people are speaking out against police brutality, a lot of people are trying to figure out how to convey where it is they stand on these issues. I think in in some cases, there's been some swings and misses by organizations, players, and coaches. And I think that there have been some places where we are seeing growth and leadership from players, organizations, and coaches. On the bad side, you have like the Knicks and the statement that they put out, or the I'm sorry, the memo that was leaked where they basically punted the James Dolan said, well, we don't have any right to speak on any of these things. And now there's a uh, metaphorical, a figurative mutiny going on inside the Knicks organization from people that have had quite enough of James Dolan and him never seeming to get anything right. Like, I don't mean even the, the public relations aspect of it. I mean, anything, the basketball thing, dealing with ex players, like, Charles Oakley, like none of that stuff, he seems to get right. I thought the Cubs stopped short in their discussion and their statement that they put out. I appreciate them wanting to get to some of the underlying causes of police brutality, like racism, but they they wouldn't step into that space condemning police brutality. And I don't know why that's such a hard thing to to be against that's where I kind of go back to the idea of if we live in a place where there's fear to even speak about police brutality what does that tell you about the power of the police and doesn't it seem a little bit lopsided if citizens have to fear or corporations even have to fear retribution are you saying that if we tell you that you can do your job better, that the retribution is that you're not going to do your job at all? Because if that's if that's your response to it, then I would say that 
you don't deserve to wear the badge and have the gun and have the responsibility that you have. So I think that there are a lot of people that a lot of a lot of teams, a lot of coaches, a lot of players. Actually, you know what? I shouldn't say that about the players. There haven't been as many players that have gotten it wrong um, as teams and and some coaches have gotten it wrong. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this pod dwelling on that because I want to talk about one of Chicago's very own. Jonathan Taves, when he was drafted and everyone kind of said, man, this this kid is not only a really good hockey player, but he seems to have characteristics of a leader. So much so that as a 19-year-old, you put a C on his jersey and he's been the captain of the Blackhawks ever since. The The Blackhawks is an organization. There are times when it, it's difficult to root for them because of some of the things that have happened in the organization. Hockey overall can be problematic for people of color, even though it's it's this wonderful sport that I think that there is a willingness to embrace that sport. I think back to that that really great clip after the Blackhawks won won the championship. I think it was in 15, in 15 when they won it. And Marcus Lashock is out there on the street on Channel 9. And there's just this random black dude just walking down the street. He was super early. It must have been like 5, 30, 6 o'clock in the morning. And he asked him about the Blackhawks winning. And, and this guy is like, can you believe it? The Blackhawks got black people caring about hockey. And I laugh because it's the truth. You know, I went to a game last year with with Herb Lawrence and Shakia Taylor and Tony Gill. We had a great time. Like we we had a great time. We were treated and and let me just say this. We were treated really well by the people at the Blackhawks. Now some of that is because I got interns that used to work for me that now work for the Blackhawks. And I've known a lot of people at the Blackhawks and and I before I I continue with this I, I want to say for so that you understand my point of view, there's never been a point where I have been made to feel uncomfortable by anyone at the Blackhawks personally or professionally. There's never been. It's always been red carpet. It's always been first class. Whenever I go and show up to go cover a practice or if I go cover a game, I've been treated well. And I, I do give a lot of credit to uh, Jay Blunk and and John McDonough for for that. That's the media relations aspect of it. I think they do it very well. The the firing of John McDonough, I think, brought up how difficult he is to work with. And I I do know that personally from people that I know who have worked for him, even though my relationship with John has always been straight up and down. Like, it's been fine. Hockey culture is a place that sometimes feels like it's not always great for black fans or black players. And we've seen some of that happen. Then there's the issue of domestic violence, specifically with the Blackhawks with Bobby Hall and how he continues to be an ambassador. And those are things that are, that are problematic. Again, I, I feel like I'm dwelling on some bad, but I'm only doing it so that I can give you context about the good. That's okay. So hang with me. Hang with him. Getting back to 19, getting back to Jonathan Taves. 
when you think about where that guy started, and he's very guarded. It's not like he lets you into his world willingly. And I understand that. Like you, you can be public and private at the same time. I just have a tremendous amount of respect for him. And I have a tremendous amount of respect for his journey that he's been on. That we're watching, we have been watching Jonathan Taves grow up for damn near 15 years here in Chicago. We've been watching it. And watching his maturation has been wonderful. And I think that it's a it, it's a guide for how athletes can grow. It's important to remember that most of the time, in the case of Jonathan Taze, you're talking about a teenager. He's a teenager when he got here. Now he's a full-grown man. And he's he's seen the world. This goes back to my affection for the way that he carries himself goes back to all the ways that he has talked about the game, the way that he has shared the game. This guy understands the neighborhood that his hockey team plays in. Jonathan Taze has gone above and beyond to try and bring hockey to the community that the Blackhawks sit in. And that means the world to me. There are little black boys and girls on the west side of Chicago that have been positively impacted by Jonathan Taves and his willingness to share what he loves about hockey and his willingness to sit and listen to those kids when they talk to him. The Hockey is for Everyone movement that's gone on is, is a great step in the right direction, and I think that there are a lot of good-meaning people that are trying to make that a, a better space for a lot of folks, but I think that Jonathan Taves throughout his career has learned to, to walk it like he talks it. And that's why, like, I see that guy and I go, he gets it beyond his willingness to engage people on the West side about hockey, to go to the South side, to talk to, to children about hockey. He also cares deeply for the environment and was public about it three years ago when the United States dropped out of the the Paris Accords he was upset and he spoke on it and he understood that he was going to get backlash for it and I think that one of the things that I like about him is that he admitted look I'm not perfectly green and I know that that you're going to be able to see the fact that I'm in Hawaii and how did I get to Hawaii I didn't swim here I took a jet and doesn't that add to to global warming, understanding where he's imperfect and still trying to make a difference is key. And that brings us to, to where things are right now. And that's what he posted yesterday. Yesterday, he went out of his way to talk about what he's learned and how he's trying to learn more. Here's a, a little bit, an excerpt from his Instagram post. I can't pretend for a second that I know what it feels like to walk in a black man's shoes. However, seeing the video of George Floyd's death and the violent reaction across the country moved me to tears. It has pushed me to think 
How much pain are black people and other minorities really feeling? What have Native American people dealt with in both Canada and the United States? What is it really like to grow up in their world? Where am I ignorant about the privileges that I may have that others don't? Compassion to me is at least trying to feel and understand what someone else is going through. For just a moment, maybe I can try to see the world through their eyes. COVID has been rough, but it has given us the opportunity to be much less preoccupied with our busy lives. We can no longer distract ourselves from the truth of what is going on. My message isn't for black people and what they should do going forward. My message is to white people to open our eyes and our hearts. That's the only choice we have. Otherwise, this will continue. Let's choose to fight hate and fear with love and awareness. Ask not what you can do for me, but what I can do for you. Be the one to make the first move. In the end, love conquers all. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. I think that he is a real guide for how white athletes can approach working through some of these issues. He doesn't have to come with answers. He doesn't. The fact that he's willing to listen and that there is now a history of Jonathan Taves taking his role in the community very seriously is something that makes me very proud to root for him. And I know like I'm getting emotional now and I've been way too emotional whenever I've been doing stuff over the last couple of days. And I apologize for that. But when you see someone ally with you in whatever your cause is, if you see someone who sincerely that, that seems to sincerely care about who you are and who's, what you're about, it means a ton. And seeing the captain of the Blackhawks, a dude who's not from the United States, be a son of Chicago, care about what's happening here, care about the overall environment of our world and caring about understanding where his friends, his colleagues in the league and the fans of his team are coming from, man, it takes, it shows incredible growth. It takes incredible self-awareness and I'm really happy that that guy is the captain of the Blackhawks. He's a good man and a great example on top of being a phenomenal hockey player. I'll forever root for 19 because he gets it. Thanks for listening.